The Monday Rewind. Welcome to the Monday Rewind. I'm Raf Giallo, sitting in for Ushin Langan this week. You can get in touch by email at mondayrewind at newstalk.com or also tweet at Ushin Langan or at Raftastico. It was another big weekend of sporting action, um, particularly in the hurling. More of that coming up with post-match interviews for the big games and James O'Connor on analysis. In rugby, all four Irish provinces lost to Welsh opposition in Pro 12 this weekend which hopefully has little bearing on the upcoming match against Wales and the Six Nations. Over the water, the FA Cup weekend saw Liverpool have to settle for a replay after a goalless draw at home to Blackburn. Liverpool manager Brendan Rodgers thinks their congested schedule meant there was a bit of fatigue for the players. It's natural. There's a physical energy that, and how we play and how we work. Sometimes there'll be a little bit of cost. I think you've seen that, and obviously that affected the speed of our game. Ireland's cricketers also made it three wins from four in their World Cup pool after a dramatic win over Zimbabwe, ending up winning by five runs. Ireland are still in the mix for place in the latter stages, and uh, Captain William Porterfield already has a side set on the next game against the mighty India on Tuesday. Uh, look, we, we're going into every game, there's, there's two points off for grabs, and uh, today was no different. We managed to make it three from four, but... Uh, Every game, the same amount of points off for grabs, as I said, and, and India games is no different. And we've got to go into that looking to take the two points and, and uh, move forward from there. So before we get to a busy weekend of hurling, let's focus on the football first. Mayo and Monaghan got wins over Derry and Donegal, respectively, while the Dubs and Tyrone played out a 1-9 to not 12 draw. The most anticipated game of the weekend was between Kerry and Cork in Parkerin, and it was a commanding victory by the Rebels by 3-17-2-9 over the All-Ireland champions. Off the balls, Nathan Murphy was at the match and caught up with Cork manager Brian Cuthbert. But he also got the word from Kerry boss Eamon Fitzmaurice, who started by discussing Anthony Marr, who was taken off at half-time. Yeah, he got a knock, he got a knock to the head and we were concerned that maybe he was a bit concussed so we decided to take him off at half-time and obviously Anthony was a big loss to us in the second half. Yeah, he was having a great game in, in the middle of midfield. How did you assess your attacking play in general? Um, I, I didn't think, you know, I mean, any day you're beaten by 11 points, uh, every aspect of your game can be improved upon. So the time's good, the time's bad, but uh, plenty to work on. Yeah, and there's a long list of names of players to come back into that squad. How far along are you in the process of getting the team you want out on the pitch out on the pitch? Uh, well, I mean, we had the team we wanted out on the pitch today and, you know, we just didn't perform on a given day. It's up to the lads that are picked to perform and... Um, you know, to hold on to those jerseys, but um, hopefully today was a blip and that it won't be a, a, a start of a fallow period. Yeah, you didn't get the sense that that performance was coming at training over the last week or so? Not at all, no. We trained Friday night and fellas were very sharp, so um, fellas were tuned in this morning as well. So no, it came out, we don't know where it came from, but um, you know, we have to get over it fairly quick. Donegal are coming to town next weekend and that's a tough game again. Yeah, and I guess also you can look back to 12 months ago where it was a similar defeat against Cork and you responded in the right way to that. We did, but I mean, just because it happened 12 months ago doesn't guarantee this, you know, it'll happen this year. We we worked very hard after that defeat last um, last April and uh, thankfully it worked out in the end, but there's no guarantees from that point of view. It's our first time talking to you on the show since Paul returned to the squad. He wasn't involved today. Whereabouts is he in terms of fitness? He's okay fitness-wise, but he has a whole lot of football played. So, you know, we'll see we'll see how he gets on now in training over the next couple of weeks. But uh, um, we won't be rushing him back until he's ready. Yeah. 
often called a welcome headache when you've got so many options and you've a lot of players to return but is there a difficulty with the amount of matches and there's not a huge amount of matches left in the league campaign trying to get everybody game time it is that's a it's a balancing act you've got to win games and got to get uh, fellas a bit of action as well so you know we'll take it week by week our focus now is on Donegal and trying to get a, a win there at home next weekend Tommy Walsh was moving between midfield and full forward and making an impact at times at both have you a firm idea in your head as to where you want him to play or is that something we'll probably see over the course of the year yeah no we'll see as, as we progress we'll see where he fits in um, you know he did well outside for periods today and did well inside so um, he's flexible and um, he'll, he'll go wherever there's a job needs to be done very pleased to get the win very pleased with the two points um, the way the league is laid out this year obviously we have four trips to the north only three games obviously at home so it's very important at the home games that we actually do well um, so I would have taken a one-point win today, absolutely, just to get to two points. But um, you know, very pleased with the performance overall. What were the main aspects that stood out? Um, I think we took the game to them. Um, obviously, our start was very, very good. Uh, made an uncharacteristic mistake and were ropey for a couple of minutes, but actually came back quite strong after that. And I felt we controlled the second half. We really controlled the game. Yeah, there'd been talk over the opening weeks of the league that you were focusing a lot more on your defence and getting more men behind the ball. At times, you have 14 men behind the ball, but it's quite high up the pitch mm. what is the thought process behind what you're trying to do with the defence um, I leave that for everyone else to work out to be honest um, you know I just think that, that that certain times against certain oppositions you can you have to play certain ways and I don't mean to be vague but that's the that's, that's the bottom line and I think uh, Tyrone are going to pose us huge, prob- huge problems next weekend when I saw him playing Dublin last night when 14 or 15 men behind the ball and that, that brings its own problems um, but today our defence is quite good I was disappointed with the two goal. you know Two mistakes, you know, and we, we when you control when when you when you when you lose control of a game like this after having a very good start, it puts you in a different difficult position. But uh, you know, defensively, I think we we, we cope with Kerry quite well. Do you feel a year into it now that you're better prepared to cope with say a, a Tyrone with a 14-man defence than at this stage last season? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, but again, um, you know, I think for everybody, um, for everybody. It, Defensive blankets cause problems. To be honest, um, you know it, it, it brings a, a different element to the game. Um, today, I wouldn't have felt obviously with the scoring, it, it wasn't overly defensive, uh, and maybe that suited us a bit. But uh, at the same time, you know, 12 months on, yeah, you'd like to think we we, we move forward, but uh, you know we've we've got some very stern tests to come. Yeah, you must be able to approach games like that though with a lot of confidence when you've two marksmen like Cullum and Brian up there that if you can create the chances you mightn't create a huge amount mm. but you've got the two guys who'll take them yeah our conversion rate is is, is very high um, you know our conversion rate is very good but uh, at the same time those two guys need to get the ball and whoever else we have in there they need to get the ball and last Sunday you know we just didn't get the ball we, to be honest we couldn't get the ball to them um, so certainly next Sunday I think it's going to be difficult because uh, there's going to be a lot of bodies in front of them and uh, if we're going to score, we need to get them to the balls. There's no secret to that. I'm giving away no, no, no secret of Fatima there. But uh, the thing is, um, you know, we're still a work in progress. We've had some very good performances in the league so far. Today being our best. But history has, has taught us, even in the 12 months, that there's nobody getting carried away here, you know. That was Brian Cuthbert and Aitman Fitzmaurice after the game speaking to Nathan Murphy. Let's switch to the hurling and a poor run of form for Clare. Their five-point defeat to tip on Sunday was a third on the spin. And after the match, Oshin Langan spoke to manager Davy Fitz. Davy Fitzgerald, Clare manager. It wasn't your day, but it wasn't far away from being your day. What's going wrong, wrong at the moment? Just errors, I think, you know, and I think lads are conscious of having lost a game or two, you know, and they're probably even trying a small bit too hard, I would think. Like, 
we were well in that game today. I don't think Tipperary deserved to beat us five points today, in my opinion. Um, I would definitely say we contributed to our own downfall with a few mistakes and that. But um, there is positives there today. In my opinion, we fought the best we fought in three games, you know. And uh, I've, I, uh, listen, we will improve as the year goes on. There'll be no doubt about that. Um, you would be worried going into next week playing Dublin because Dublin probably had an off dead last end. They'll be like savages. So it isn't particularly the game we want for Clare is to be playing them the next day. But um, listen, we'll keep going. We'll, stay, we'll keep having the faith. Once the lads keep having that kind of displays, we'll, get, we'll win a game sooner rather than later. And then, please God, we'll win a few more with that. It's little errors that seem to be killing you at the moment. A lot today of drop ball and guys get, getting a ball but then leaving it behind them and you know, just maybe taking that step too far. Where does that come from? Just over-anxious. They're just over-anxious. I, I think, like, we're trying not to put pressure on them. I think they're putting pressure on themselves. They're very pro guys. They want to win, you know. And um, I just think they're probably pushing themselves too hard at the moment, you know. And um, as I said to them afterwards, listen, we'll eliminate the mistakes. We'll, the results will come, you know. Um, it's just the confidence. The confidence is just down a bit at the moment, that's all. I guess... When results don't come, people begin to question everything. They might question tactics. Do you need to evolve it? Do you need to change it? Do you think the teams maybe have figured clear out? I'm sure they probably have. They've all, all of the above just probably happened, sure, but that's our job to try and work, work that out. Um, I think we've hit the nail on the head, though. It's not about tactics. It's not about any of that. It's about us eliminating the mistakes we're making. If we do, we'll match any team in the country, and I mean any team. It's a fair point as well, because had you got the goals last week against Cork, who knows, might have been a different result. Their two goals today, they were the difference, and I heard you just say there to Sill that they came from your mistakes, which must be very frustrating. Yeah, well, I suppose the second one definitely came from our mistake, you know, um, so I did, but in fairness, Tip finished them well, and Tip are a good side, you know, and um, look forward to meeting them later on in the year again. What approach do you take to this week now, because it's a short turnaround to the Dublin game, you kind of want to, I suppose, get the errors right but you don't want to be too hard on guys when their confidence is maybe a bit brittle no, we, we talked inside I, I yeah. didn't give out to them one bit I, yeah. I couldn't you know they give me everything they had today and, and if the same happens the next day if we happen to lose the next day I, I won't be down them they work very hard for me every night you know and um, things will turn at some stage they will turn you know and will people say X, Y and Z of course they will that's the nature of sport they're always going to do that no matter what team it is and who it is you know so it's about us staying united staying together and we, we'll do that how important is it that you've kind of been in tough situations before the year you won the All-Ireland, you were in a relegation playoff? Yeah, Cork were in it as well, yep. ended up in the All-Ireland final, they got relegated, could have won the All-Ireland. So, um, Does that experience count though, the fact that you've been here before and you know, look, stay calm, we can get out of this because it's only March? Listen, there'll be, it'll probably be journalists and supporters who will say, who will make it worse than it is. Whatever it is, it is. Yeah. If we stay up, if we go down, if we end up in a quarter-final, I'm not really particularly worried. Um, of course I want to win games, but I want us to be there or thereabouts come the middle of the year, going on to the end of the year. That's what I want. Let's be honest with you now. Um, that's what it is. And, um, trust me, we're very proud and clear and we'll just keep fighting away. There's no fear and I don't really mind who talks or who doesn't. Um, everyone's entitled to an opinion. Get a crowd like you did today for next Saturday against Dublin. That'll be a boost. I mean... Great atmosphere here today. Yeah, well, the crowd were meant to get behind us today. And fair play to them, like, a few of ourselves and the lads might have thought that they might go on our case. They didn't. They were great. They, they helped us as much as they could today. And we appreciate that. So we do. And uh, 
we'll stay trying. We're, we're an honest enough bunch. We work very hard, so we do. So, no, no, no panic yet. Any injuries? Uh, not really. A few bits and pieces. Just want Tony and Davy to get over Wednesday night. It's very hard for them to play Sunday, Wednesday, and Saturday again. You know, but uh, no fear of them. Davy, best of luck. Take care. That was Davy Fitz speaking to Ushin. Now here's winning manager Eamon O'Shea. I mean, a 218 to 20 points win, 219 to 20 points win, I should say. What most pleased you about the performance? Yeah, well, we just, you know, obviously getting the two points is big, you know, so I was happy with the, happy with the way things went, you know, in terms of their attitude was good. And you know, their attitude is always good. Sometimes it doesn't always, we don't always win, but, you know. The work rate was absolutely immense, as it was the last day. So that suggests consistency. Yeah, you're hoping, you know, and that's what you're hoping for, to get a, to, to get a run, you know. But, uh, you know, the league is a habit of, you know, just when you think you're on, on a roll, it, uh, it comes back to you, you know, because it, teams at this stage of the year are all very equal. The top six teams, you know, are, are very equal. So, so from Sunday to Sunday, you're always going to get a little variation and you might not get the result. You know, we, we got the result today. but uh. John McGrath playing extremely well. Five points from play. Noel with a cracker of a goal. James Woodlock with a good goal as well. Um, it must make you very happy that John is able to win his own ball. He's able to pass. He's able to do everything and score as well. How well he's very early stages of what, of what he's trying to do, you know. And uh, I, I'd be thinking that, uh, you know, you take it from game to game and, uh, and see, 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 see what he can do as, uh, as he goes on, you know. So... <laughs> Yeah, you'd be taking you'd be taking it you'd be taking it step by step with the young players, you know what I mean? There's a lot of variation in terms of in terms of their playing matches. So I wouldn't be building any huge expectations on any player. Uh, though, you know, they had good games today. Great finishes by the individuals, but they weren't individual goals if you follow my lead. They were well worked by your team. Again, we'll go back to that word work rate. Yeah, I was happy with the way the goals were, you know, we were we were uh, up against it there at times, you know, because we were playing against a really good team who, you know, and uh, you know, they will be a good team as the year goes on. And uh, so I was happy with the way, the way, we, the way we managed to get the goals at, at critical times of the game. Michael Breen played extremely well today, kept his man quiet, scored two points himself. Conor O'Mahony, you mentioned as well, playing at full-back today, very steady. Yeah, they were steady, yeah. They were, they were, they were very, very strong, I think. And, uh, you know, but you know, from game to game, as I said, you know, you're hoping that you get that, that, kind, of, that kind of attitude. And uh, with the results in the league, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too, too much store in them because, it's, as I said, it's so close that they can go either way in you, but we're happy with that. Was beating a rival though, like Clare, and coming to Ennis and getting a win on a day like today where there's over 7,000 people in a packed Cusack Park, does that give you something more? Ah, look, I wouldn't say it gives us anything more, to be honest with you, in terms of, you know, a win is a win, you know, where you get two points, you know, you know two points is two points. So it, doesn't, it didn't really, didn't really, didn't really phase us really, you know what I mean? It's just a game and uh, that's the way it is. Kenny next up, there's another rivalry. Yeah, it's just uh, next Sunday's another game, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be reading anything into that game either. You know, it's uh, still, still early days and... Uh, you know, you're hoping to get two points, but other than that, that that's, I wouldn't give this game any significance over any other. Do you think a win against Kilkenny in any competition would give this team and squad a boost? Because you've come close, but haven't quite got over the line against them in recent matches. No, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't give this game any significance beyond two points. Eamon, well done today. Former Clare Hurler and analyst James O'Connor was alongside Oshin and Ennis, and he gave his take on a good win for the Premier. Jamesy O'Connor is with me. Jamesy, some display from the Premier. 
Yeah, I suppose the go goals coming at the right time. Um, you know, Tipper four clear at half time, but facing into the breeze in the second half and made the brighter start and came out for two points on the board, stretched the lead to, to six. And um, you know, again, just when Clare, you know, seemed to be dragging them back, uh, Noel McGrath stuck for was for an opportunistic um, goal. You know, he went in. Um, maybe struck it from us just inside the 21 um, lots of players would have been content to, to, to put it over the bar but you know he went for a low shot and um, you know found the corner of the clear net so Clare's was really were playing catch up for most of that second half and you know I suppose I think there were only four or five minutes left um, Clare Conor Ryan who from centre back hit five from play had uh, landed a great score to narrow the deficit to the Clare crowd were maybe starting to get into it and um, Callanan um, you know picked out uh, Woodlock with a lovely little ball in over the top he went in, made sure he was in close enough uh, to put the ball past Pat Kelly and, and that was really a tip home and hose and the two goals I suppose ultimately um, the killer blows. Is the talk after this game, or should the talk I should say be, how well Tip played or how poor Clare played or is it somewhere in between? I think it's somewhere in between. I mean, um, you know, I suppose from Clare, you know, I suppose you're two arguably most dangerous, you know, scoring forwards, um, you know, Conor McGrath. And, and Shane O'Donnell were to a large extent curtailed um, you know I think O'Donnell got a point and okay, was maybe fouled for a couple of frees but Conor McGrath clearly just didn't get him on the ball often enough in the right areas he only contributed one from play and Cahill Barrett did a really really good job good job shackling him so um, you know I think the sweeper system you know at times you know if it means an extra defender at the opposite end you know effectively in front of your two best players um, you know it, it's not necessarily um uh, helping Clare, um, you know, as it break break the opposition down, and Tony Kelly maybe had one, you know, shot at goal that you know I suppose really Darren Gleeson would have been disappointed if he didn't save. And, and other than that, Clare didn't really look like like creating goal chances, and that would have to be a, that would have to be a worry. I think as well, you know, Pat Donnell and Bugler, guys that were immense for Clare in 2013 um, and had no form last year, still appear to be a little bit off the pace and, and struggling to regain the confidence in the form that that they once had, and they were obviously, you know, key players for Clare in, in that year and. Um, you know, some of the other Clare players didn't maybe make the contribution that, that the manager would like. So, yeah, as we look at three games in, Clare pointless um, and a crucial home defeat. Um, it, it certainly, um, you know, doesn't make the task any easier. Um, you know, with Dublin Kilkenny still to come. People say that Tipperary just aren't the same without Bonnermar. It does look like he's going to miss the rest of the league. But have they found something of an answer in the shape of Conor Kenny and even Niall O'Mara, who played today, wasn't aimed to start but did did very well. Won a lot of ball. Yes, a different type of player, but they were effective. Yeah, well, I think I think Niall O'Mara is a good player. I mean, I think um, you know he was a guy that I think showed well during the league last year. I think and got, got injured and um, you know struggled really thereafter to, to, to make an impact. Um, you know, but he listen, he's a player I think Gavin O'Shea has a lot of value in, and at times maybe he's too unselfish with the um, with, with, with the ball. But you know, he'll certainly I think um, be pressing for inclusion this year. I think the big plus for Tip today was the performance of um, John McGrath corner forward. I mean, five points from play. Um, you know, he picked Paul. Um, Paul Flanagan's pocket a couple of a couple of times, and you know any day you score five from play, you've got to be pleased with your with your contribution. So, you know he he's again a big positive to come out of it. And I thought Michael Breen, who hit two points in wing back, you know pretty much held down his um you know his position as well. So, you know positives at the back as well. I mean Barrett, who you know was superb for Tipperary last year, as I said was really tight on Conor McGrath, and Conor O'Brien did a solid job on on Shane O'Donnell. So, I think the the pleasing thing for for Eamon O'Shea as well is that without Bonner Brennan Maher didn't start today. Um, you know the, the leadership shown by some of the experienced players. You know Conor Mahoney was was solid. Parik Maher played the free role as a sweeper really really well. And Shane McGrath came on and won a couple of crucial balls um, back deep in his own defence. And you know those kind of contributions, I suppose, were, were pivotal in um, making sure the tip got the victory. It's sunny here in Ennis, but it's a dark day for Clare. James O'Connor, thank you very much. The final score: Tip two nineteen, Clare twenty points. 
Meanwhile, Cork picked up a dominant win over Dublin at Croke Park, finishing with a not 34 to 120 victory after getting out of sight by half time. Ushin spoke to Cork manager Jimmy Barry Murphy, but first up is Rebels defender Shane O'Neill. Shane O'Neill, Cork defender. How did you find the pace of it? You're not long back. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty frantic there for the first five or ten minutes, but I think once we, once we settled into our own game plan and our own rhythm, um, I think we showed you know, that probably the first save when we went out against, um, against Kilkenny, we didn't do ourselves justice and we, we kind of focused on the next two games, which is the main thing. Um, and, and lucky enough, we, we came away with winning the last two games. How much of the last two performances, two wins, were a reaction to the Kilkenny game, or was it just a case that things didn't quite happen in the Kilkenny game, you came close, but they did against Clare in Dublin? Uh, well, I, I definitely think the, the game against Clare was, would have been a reaction from, from the Kilkenny game, and once we got that, um, you know, things have been so tight with results, um, and even you probably see tomorrow that, you know, it's, it's so close now, and there's a very fine line between winning and losing, so the... Um, you know, we were conscious that we, we definitely needed probably two wins out of our next two games after the poor start against Kilkenny. But uh, definitely the Clare game was, was a reaction, we'd say, from, from the result against Kilkenny. And then we were trying to build, build on the, the first result then tonight. You were in danger of being unsettled in the first few minutes of this game. Christopher, who's in crutches there behind you, got injured. Stephen McDonald came in, did incredibly well. He did, and I, I think we've probably shown over the last years, especially since Jimmy came on board, that there's, um, you know, there's serious competition there between you know, probably every line of the field. Uh, and, and I've even seen it myself personally since you know trying to, trying to get back into the full back line hasn't been easy as well in the last few weeks. But that's that's the whole point of a panel, and you want you know you want fellas pushing each other in training. Um, and even in the water for Crystal, we had we had new fellas coming onto the panel as well. So it's um, it's uh, it's heating up right in terms of competition. They had a couple of goal chances. They got one at the end of the game, but in the first half, Anthony made a great save, and then in the second. I think it was yourself got a hook in on, and I can't remember who it was, but you got an important hook and block in anyway. Yeah, and I think we, we stressed that, especially after probably, I think we were maybe nine or ten points up at halftime or something like that, that if we could limit the goal chances, even though I know Nash made a great save in the first half, but if we could limit goal chances in the first kind of 10, 15 minutes of the second half, that, that, that big lead was always going to be hard to, to kind of peg back with points. So um, that, was, that was definitely a main, main point of our game plan. If we could stick as close, close as we can as a group of defenders to, to the goal, then you know, the, the harder it's going to be for them to score. And is it a case now of just keep doing what you're doing? As we say, lost against Kilkenny first day out, two from two, two in a row now. Yeah, I, like, we're, uh, I don't think we're going to do anything majorly different in the next week anyway. We'll, we'll regroup, we'll, we'll train Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and... Um, you know, we have another very tough assignment next week away to Galway. Thanks, Shane. Your movement was absolutely excellent. You created space and that allowed guys to knock over points. 34 in all. Yeah, it's a huge score in fairness. And as I said, some of our movement tonight was very good. In crime. You know, we have a lot of bad memories here from Croke Park last year. Our performance against Tip left a lot to be desired from us all. And uh, you'd have to say that we're delighted with the players tonight. And it's only a league game, but at the end of the day, it was a very encouraging performance. It's a nice position for Cork because you've got a lot of young guys, but they've been around the squad for a wee while. Like Rob O'Shea would be the perfect example of that. And Luke O'Farrell, okay, he's been around for a while, but he's moved into a different position and he is loving it. I think that's a very good point because uh, Luke missed out last year because his shoulder surgery left pretty much on the side left for a lot of the year, didn't get back in. He's worked very, very hard. And as you say, Rob O'Shea's been part of the panel for a number of years, pushing very hard, hasn't always got the opportunities. And equally, Carmel Murphy now coming in around the squad last year as well. And all those lads are putting pressure on us, and that's very, very good. What disappointed you about tonight? I know that's a weird question considering he scored 34 points, but conceded 120. 
yeah, it's a, you'd have to say it was a very open game, I suppose. You don't like conceding scores like that, and especially late goal, you'd want to concede a goal either. But look, I'm not going to be carping. It was a great performance. We'd like to get two points. Have you corrected or worked on stuff that you weren't so good at maybe last year? And is, are we seeing that stuff come to fruition already this season? I'm not so sure. I mean, we're working on a number of different things, trying to make sure, again, like last year, our defensive structure is right. For a lot of last year, it was very good, and just the, the performance against Tip here was pretty disappointing. So we're trying to learn from that and, as I said, be more consistent. And Stephen McDonald really put his hand up for the fullback position when he came in for the unfortunate Christopher Joyce. Yeah, well, Stephen's a great championship player. He's always been brilliant for us, never ever lets us down, so we have no worries bringing him in at all. Finally, Galway enjoyed a not 20 to not 18 win over All Ireland champions Kilkenny, and Dave McIntyre spoke to Brian Cody and Anthony Cunningham. Brian, just a puck of the ball between at the end, and you might even have snatched it had you had a little bit of luck. Overall, your thoughts on how you, your side played today? Uh, I thought we played decent, yeah. I thought it was a much improved performance on than last Sunday. Last Sunday, we really didn't give ourselves a chance to win the game. Um, whereas today we did, we were competitive, we were decent, we were strong and you know we're playing a very very good team obviously but um, we took on the challenge and we just didn't get there and we didn't win it but um, it wasn't a bad performance. Those two frees that Richie put over before half time with the breeze at your backs in the second half, did you think that maybe you guys were really in it and were you positive going into that second period? Yeah well, we were really in it like, and, and we were we were positive of course we were and right up to the very end we had an opportunity there to, to, to win the game but it's all about you know the scoreboard at the final whistle and they won it. Richie got into the game in the second half. He was playing a little closer to midfield, but then taken off. Was that? It looked like he was holding his groin. Uh, what was involved he, there? He, he was. He was. Hamstring got very tight. So he had. We had to substitute him. At the time, he was going very well. You know. So obviously, he was a loss to us. What about the full back line? There's a lot of direct ball sent in on top of your full back line, particularly in the first half. I don't think the sun helped either. Mm. The way it was sort of angling into their faces. Was that something that you expected from Galway to be that direct that might target your inside back line? Well, I suppose the wind um, kind of affects that, that that thinking as well, you know. And um, not particularly. I mean, they're capable of playing. They have good they have um, good target men inside, and we were unlucky. We lost our full back Michael Wedge very early with a bad grind strain. But look, that's the way the game went. And um, overall, you know, we were disappointed we've lost the game, but we have. We we haven't got any particular really arguments. I mean, they played decent as well, and um, but we were competitive, and like I said, it was a much improved performance than last Sunday. You could say maybe there's seven or eight of a potential Championship 15 missing there today, and everything that we watch Kilkenny do now is qualified by the fact we talk about they're all missing. It was a chance for younger guys to step up and maybe give you a real headache heading towards the Championship. Has that happened, do you think, of the first three games? Yeah, well, I mean, last Sunday was an overall disappointing performance by the whole team. I'd say the first game against Cork, obviously, was a very, very good performance. And today, I thought it was a decent performance, you know, and um, the teams we've been playing so far probably are closer to full strength than we are. But look at the whole thing is up for grabs. Um, who knows who's going to be playing um, come Championship time. And every time a fella gets the opportunity during the league, it, it certainly will count for something. So finally, two games left, Tipperary and Clare. I mean, one more defeat and suddenly you're looking at a relegation playoff. And the prospect or even the thought of Kilkenny not playing Division 1A hurling isn't something that anyone would ever even countenance. Look, that's the game. That's what happens, you know. And um, I'm, I'm not even serious. I'm not contemplating myself either. All I think about is next Sunday. And, you know, things will be clear after next Sunday. But obviously it's a huge challenge in front of us now next Sunday. Thanks, Brian. Anthony, two point win over the All Ireland champions is something you take any day, I guess. Yeah, I suppose any time you meet Kilkenny or beat Kilkenny, it's great for it's you know it's great for our confidence, it's great for morale, and uh, they fought hard there in the finish for a goal, and you know some great defending there. We'd have to say by Colum and others, and um, you know you're always going to be challenged, and it's always going to be fair against Kilkenny. They're they're a super outfit really, and. Uh, 
like I said, they were probably missing a good few today, but you know they're going to have four, four out of their six backs there today were, are going to be championship starters. You know. Yeah, you meant, mentioned the defending there. Obviously, the likes of Jason Flynn will get all the headlines for his 11 points. Joe coming back is a story, but I think there was only three points of play given up to the inside forward line, and your defenders got a lot of blocks, a lot of pulls, a lot of late hits in just to, to sort of desperate defending at times, but it really showed where maybe Galway's heads were at. Yeah, Johnny Cohen did very well at cornerback, coming back into right form that we saw Johnny playing two years ago, and he needs to build on that. And John Hansbury's mm. second full day at fullback for us so they're it's big learning opportunities and that Patrick Mannion in his first year is doing very well so you know we'd be happy very very happy and Colm you know some outstanding saves there in the finish but um, we've all to play for still I mean it's, it's great to win but it's still uh, we're still not guaranteed uh, a knockout stage in the league but you know we've huge match coming up next Sunday and that's where our focus is now Were you a bit worried at half time there was a couple of balls dropped into Owen Murphy's hands and four or five poor wides and knowing that the Breeze is going to be against you in the second half Yeah definitely and give away two silly frees there before half time really mm. went from four points five points up to three points up and uh, that's something we've got to work on particularly our shooting at times is a bit wayward and, and uh, you know from good chances and giving up possession was, was that bit, bit, bit too easy really for us you know? You're clearly trying to build something special here and obviously there's been some great days with you as Galway manager during the last couple of years and then some not so great days where do you think you are overall bearing in mind that you, as you said you did take on a Kilkenny team that are missing so many household names where are you right now with two wins and three well, to be honest like, it's all about working this time of the year and over the winter and building for the championship and uh, we're, we're, we're very happy with our progress um, we know that you know championships are f- it's fine line always any, any championship win is a fine line and that's we just have to get sharper and better every day and that's every player in every position in the 30 man panel do you think maybe of all the teams in Division 1A that a run from the quarterfinals onwards would, would be something that would really suit Galway, that maybe you guys need those extra couple of games, more so than a couple of the other counties? Absolutely. When look at Kilkenny for the last 10-15 years, they've always got to the league final mm. and invariably gone on and won the All-Ireland. And that's, we want to follow that route because there's, there's no better preparation than playing matches either in Pierce Stadium or in Cusick Park or in Thorless, wherever. And uh, that's the best preparation you can get. And any county that tells you any different, I think, are, are, are really you know, hiding that fact. And another home game to come. You said how important it was before the, the Clare game of the opening weekend that, that, that you had three games out of your five were at Pierce Stadium. It looks like it's turning out that way. Two wins, they've both been here. Absolutely, and you know we need to put back-to-back wins. We didn't do that. We were disappointed today in Thurles. Mm. Didn't follow up against for the Clare win, but uh, that's a huge match for us. Cork, 34 mm. points last night, unreal return from play and some, some fantastic play by Cork. But uh, you know they're 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 going to be really up for it, and it'll be some challenge next weekend. Thanks, Anthony. Okay, thanks. Well, that's it for this week's Monday Rewind. Off the Ball is back tonight, as always, from 7 to 10 for the rest of the week. Uh, Team 33 is also on every Tuesday on air and via podcast, also on the Friday. And uh, there's also a new Formula One podcast that's starting this Thursday on Newstalk.com that I'll be presenting. Um, anyway, in terms of the Monday Rewind, Ushin will be back with you next week, and I'll leave you with a tune that the Welsh might appreciate. Hopefully it's the only thing that they'll get to appreciate by the time the next round of Six Nations fixtures are over.
Say